0: Hola, soy su host, Sarath Cornelio, y bienvenidos al tercer episodio de Dig en Español, el podcast. La comunidad inmigrante es una parte grande de la comunidad latina. Recipientes de DACA, también conocidos como Dreamers, son niños que fueron traídos a los Estados Unidos por un adulto. Ahora hay una nueva generación de inmigrantes. Y hoy estoy explorando las voces latinas de Dreamers. Hello and welcome back to Dig en Español, the podcast. I'm here with a very special guest. Hi, I'm Jennifer <laughs> Medina. Jennifer, um, I decided to have to sit down and have a conversation with you today because we have something in common. We're both dreamers. So I was wondering if you wanted to start by like defining what that is exactly.
1: Um, So the technical term, I believe it would be you're a DACA recipient, right? Um. You were brought to the United States when you were a kid by your parents. Um, And obviously now you're called a dreamer. But to me, I guess being a dreamer is just... It's so different. Um, I feel different from everyone else. But that term, being a dreamer, kind of just defines who our parents were to bring us here. And who we are to do greater things, you know, because of where we're coming from. So
0: absolutely i completely agree um so i want to start a little bit with your background can you tell me like where you're from and what your childhood looked like yeah so i'm from mexico i my parents are from nayarit i'm from
1: nayarit too because i was born there um and i was brought to the states when i was three years old about to be four and um and i've lived in los angeles ever since um and i just i grew up in los angeles and um now I'm in Whittier. But yeah, I, I come from divorced parents. I, my parents were together when they started, uh, when they came here. But now they're divorced. And, you know, it's rough being a dreamer, um, quote unquote, a DACA recipient when you're younger and having divorced parents because you guys all came here together. And then it kind of split up. But yeah, that's basically it.
0: And um, so it's a really common thing in like our community when I feel like people live two very different truths. I feel like either kids were told from a super young age that they are undocumented and parents like kind of put that pressure on them from a young age. For me, my parents didn't tell me until I was uh, like older and old enough to understand what it was. And even though like I always knew that I was born in Mexico, because that's something you don't forget. Of course. But um, I always knew I was born in Mexico. I just didn't know what it meant, obviously, because I was a child and yeah. I didn't say anything because my parents always told me, like, you're from here. And I was like, yeah, I'm from here. Like, yeah. what, what other truths would what, what there be in that? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I had that experience. Like, what experience did you have? Um, so, when I, I knew
1: since the very beginning, because I think it was like a traumatic experience coming over here, you know, I remember my mom coming. First it was my dad, then I came through the frontera, (laughs) and I remember my tía was like, "Um, duérmete, duérmete, when you enter the frontera, act like you're asleep. And I was like, okay, cool. I didn't know too much about what I was doing, you know, and I actually fell asleep. (laughs) (laughs) I was supposed to pretend, but I fell asleep, Mm -hmm. Um, and I just remember coming to the States and like pulling up to like this house, and I remember, so I knew you know what I was what was going on but I didn't know all the way or all the bad things that could happen you know the quote-unquote bad things but essentially my parents would always tell me like if the police comes only speak English right no Spanish um like if if you were to be at school always say like where were you born at here in the United States like never say you were born in Mexico so kind of they were denying my identity or making me deny my identity, but not because they're bad people, of course, but mm. because they didn't want me to be hurt, you know? And so I feel like you grow up with that, like, uh, should I say that I'm from Mexico or should I just lie and say that I'm from the United States? You know, like, it's kind of conflicting at times. How did you feel?
0: I agree. No, I completely agree because I just think that when... And I think like I think a big thing is a lot of times when we kind of say things like that, like because I agree with my parents, kind of not helping like my identity and like denying me of my identity. It kind of felt like, um, it felt it felt bad for a lot of reasons because like that's trauma, but also like you don't want to, and that that's particular with dreamers because you don't want to tell your parents about that really because like. They're already struggling enough. Like, I think we both saw our parents struggle plenty that we didn't want to add on to that. And I think that kind of, like, snowballs into something that we're not dealing with until now that we're young adults. And I think that's a part of, like, being a dreamer that a lot of people don't talk about. Mm -hmm. Um, It's kind of like they – they and I've always felt like people just want us to be, like, immigrants and then grow up and then go to college and then be successful and be able to say that we lived the American dream. Yeah. But it's not that. It's not that at all. It's so much more complicated.
1: Yeah. And, you know, it's funny that you say that because I grew up thinking also, like, I need to go to elementary school and, like, middle school and high school, yeah. you know, <laughs> and, like, graduate high school and go to college and, like, you know, have a career. And, like, you're kind of, like, I don't know if everyone goes through this, even mm-hmm. if they're dreamers or not, but yeah. I think when you're a dreamer, there's kind of, like, another pressure put on you, like, you have to do everything right Mm -hmm. because if you don't do everything right you might get caught like my parents were always like no criminal record for you Mm -hmm. never get caught drinking never do anything bad because we have to apply to DACA to renew it every two years Mm -hmm. you know and um so it's like you know this path that you're supposed to be on and you know you almost have to be perfect and don't make mistakes because you don't want to have anything on you because the dream is that one day we will become a citizens, yeah. you know because this is everything we've ever known at least for me mm-hmm. this is everything i've ever known i don't i speak spanish well but i don't think i can like go to mexico and like fully integrate into the language the culture mm-hmm. you know i actually wasn't raised too much on um like mexican culture because yeah. i feel like my parents kind of just wanted to like leave that part behind and, like, integrated into this culture. So we don't have any, like, um, nothing that we do, like, culture-wise. Like, no festivals. You know how people do, yeah. I don't know, Cultura, um, Dia de los Muertos, all those things. Yeah. Nothing. So I'm like, wow, it's just crazy, you know, that you have to form a whole new identity. And, like I said, it's conflicting to yeah. know you're from Mexico. But always know that you kind of have to fully act like you're from here
0: yeah you know? definitely definitely and you said that um did you do when you graduated high school like how was your how was your like school experience for you
1: it was really good I mean elementary school and middle school I didn't really do like anything super cool like being sports or clubs I don't know it just wasn't a thing mm-hmm. uh, for me and the community that I lived at um at but in high school I did play soccer and I played softball, Um, and so I was just uh, really into that and uh, just you know, the the team, um and I also played violin in high school. Oh, I played yeah. cello.
0: I've played cello for ten years when I was <laughs> really? a kid. Yeah. Oh Do you still remember? <laughs> I'm sure play? I'll remember something, but yeah. no, not as much as oh I, I I did back then. It was I so know. much fun.
1: I don't remember at all. Honestly. <laughs> like I try to play it and it just sounds really bad. I also took French classes. Um so that I guess that's something extra during high school. Um and I kind of forgot it a little, so I'm retaking French classes again now. Nah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I didn't do much of like like many clubs and stuff, okay. but I did have a a really good experience. I think in high school you're just trying to figure yourself out, you mm-hmm. know. And so, I I don't think in high school I thought too much about being a dreamer and stuff. Um, really? Yeah. yeah. I just.
0: Oh, did you did you always know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah all along. Um, I actually. I couldn't get. I didn't even
0: wait. I didn't know about DACA till after high school. Yeah, like when DACA was implemented in 2012. Yeah, I don't oh, know yeah. if you were. Yeah, how old were you no. when, when DACA was actually implemented? Because I, I remember very clearly. Yeah. No,
1: I'm older than you. So yeah, a little I bit. Was, I was probably like 14, 15. Oh, yeah. So nice. I was, I and I didn't find out about it until I graduated. Really, I and I graduated high school early at seventeen. Oh. I had just turned seventeen, and so not because I was like super smart, but because I don't know your just, birthday. Yeah, my birthday it's in okay. October, and um, so yeah, I right after high school I was like, okay, so what do I do? I had friends that were DACA recipients, and they were like, mm-hmm. yeah, we're not gonna go to college, and I was like, well, why not? You know, and they're like, yeah, but, well, we're not able to, and I was like, no, I've always wanted to go to college. I need to go to college, mm-hmm. and then. You know, DACA, um, I found out about DACA because a friend told me about it. And then I signed, like, I did everything. Mm -hmm. And I was approved on the first time and everything. I mean, after that, I was able to work, of course. Yeah. um, Go to school. And what college did you go to? So I went to Cerritos. Okay. um, And then I transferred here.
0: Okay. And what did you, how was your college journey? Because I know, I think you said you've been in college for like a few years.
1: Yeah, so I started um, in 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then I transferred over here in 2018. Uh-huh. And then I had to stop going to school. Oh, um, why? Just personal problems, like life things. I, I was going through a lot personally. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I think the best thing is for me to just work right now. And like figure myself out i don't know i feel like i don't know if everyone goes through this but i was like i just really need to figure myself out and like figure out who i am and like do i really even want to you know um finish up like it's just so weird because i grew up thinking like i want to do college and i want to get a bachelor's degree and then it was like this point in my life where i was like wait do i really want to do that and um i just stopped in 2018 Mm -hmm. and then um, I came back last year, so twenty twenty one. So I took like almost three years off.
0: Oh wow! What did you do in those and three
1: years? I worked. Mm-hmm. I was working. I worked different jobs, but the longest one was with an attorney. So I was working as his like assistant and. Mm-hmm. So part of being his assistant, I was doing a lot of things. I was answering phones and, like, you know, doing all these things. So I'm grateful for that experience. I believe that everything in life happens for a reason. And I learned so much from being mm-hmm. an attorney's assistant, so...
0: That's, what That's so cool. And then you went into college. We're both journalism majors. We're both about to graduate. Why did you want to do journalism? And this is—I feel like there's always something so interesting to ask yeah. Latinos. I don't know why particularly. Um,
1: you know, <laughs> I initially started college thinking I wanted to be into psychology, mm-hmm. like a psychologist. Sorry. And my mom was like, "Mija, tu que you're gonna be able to have all those problems in your head and also deal with your problems." You know? And I was like, uh um, Actually,
0: in a way, that's a. I'm sorry, and in yeah. a way, I think that's kind of a valid point.
1: Yeah, and I'm like, you know what? Do I really have passion for that? And I was like, what else do I like to do? And I was like, I've always loved asking questions. Mm-hmm. I've always liked yeah. talking to people, you know. And I actually thrive more on uh, with talking to people one-on-one mm-hmm. rather than talking to large groups. So I was like, what? What can I do with that? And then. I saw broadcast journalism, and I was like, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to do broadcast journalism because I love writing. I love talking to people. I love getting to know people's stories. I love, I love going deep into people's lives and mm-hmm. kind of knowing, like, why are you who you are, you know? So I feel like more of my background is, like, I want to storytell through journalism. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I think we just have to get to know each other, you know? And mm-hmm. It's a lot of us don't really even put effort into knowing each other and getting to know people's stories and being compassionate and generous towards each other. So I think more than like being like, oh my God, I want to be in front of the camera. I was like, no, I want to storytell. I want Mm -hmm. to tell people like, like these are these stories, you know, through being a journalist because in my mind, I was like storytelling, writing. I like those things. And so I put them together and voila, it was journalism, at least for me
0: nice and yeah. so you came back in 2021 mm-hmm. 2021 yeah 2021 was that over the was that over the pandemic or were we still online well it
1: was still the pandemic if you will it was summer of 2021 yeah of course so it was last the summer yeah. Yeah, yeah wow and you're already finishing yeah, because I started, I did a whole bunch of credit stuff in 2018. So uh-huh. I left 2018, so I did two semesters in 2018. Oh. Yeah, um, and I only... And mean, you did City College as well. Yeah. So oh, so I yeah. Did, I did a lot of units in community okay. college. I was, like, doing a whole bunch of things. Um, And so when I came in, I had a lot of units. I just left the ones that you couldn't really actually take a community college, you know? Yeah. Um, I've heard of people that finish in a year and a half. But yeah. for me, it took me two, the two full years. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm almost... Well, this is my
0: last semester, so... That's so yeah. cool. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, so uh, let's backtrack a little bit. Um, so can I ask, and you don't have the answers, yeah. but can I ask about your parents? Like, why did they decide to come to the States?
1: My parents are pretty young. So my mom um is 45 and she had me at 19, mm-hmm. almost 20 and um so she was a young mom. Um before that she had had a miscarriage and she had had a ba- like my sister, my older sister passed away when she was a baby, so it was like she, it was pretty tra- uh, traumatic for her and I think my dad and her were trying to escape what happened? Mm-hmm. I think they just wanted to start a new life and they wanted me to um, not live in their world, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, both of them always tell me, like, Oh my God, it was so tough in Mexico. It was tough growing up there. They're from a little ranchito. Mm-hmm. So the ranchito, it's in Nayarit, and Nayarit is a pretty beautiful state. Yeah. But they're from Santa Cruz de las Haciendas. So if anyone knows, that's where they're <laughs> yeah. from um that's where we're from see the wording yeah. i'm like i always say that's where they're from but that's where we're all yeah. from they were neighbors growing up um and their families didn't like each other so i think they were just <gasps> trying to like the yeah. <laughs> Sorry, they were just trying to like kind of like start a new you know like uh-huh. they just wanted to run away and start something new and they had lost babies already together uh-huh. so they were just like okay we're taking the one that we have and like getting her started somewhere else, you know? Um, so I think that I'm, like, so thankful to my parents that they did that.
0: Oh, that's yeah. so nice. And it's just you, so you're an only child right now, or did your parents have more kids? Well, when my parents divorced, yeah,
1: my dad had two kids, two other kids, mm-hmm. and my mom had three other kids.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. so you're the only one that is... From them too. That is from them two, but also the only one who's born in, in Mexico.
1: The only one. Wow, and how yes. does... How
0: does How's your experience been being the only person that's like undocumented? Do you forget that you're? I <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. All the time, I forget yeah. all the time. I just remember
1: when people are like, "Let's go to Mexico," and I'm like, uh yes, but I can't." Come yeah, back. literally. <laughs> and we can go. Yeah, we have advanced just,
0: parole. We can.
1: I'm actually going to Mexico. Oh, congratulations yeah. for the first! Is there,
0: have you gone before? Well, no. Since yeah, I got yeah. here, yeah. That's awesome. Uh,
1: when are you going? December.
0: How are you? And like, where are you going? Like, what, what area are you going
1: I'm just going to gonna leave. I'm just no, kidding. I'm this close. <laughs> I'm just tired of this. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to Nayarit. Oh, that's yeah. True yeah. I'm gonna... going to Nayarit, but I'm going to stay there two months. Nice. So I want to go first to, like, I don't know if you've ever heard of Roma or Polanco, yeah. Roma Norte. Yeah, yeah. In Mexico, it's like a really um, hipster, like, town. And yeah. one of my friends, I was like, oh, you should come with me, one of my friends, because I don't want to go by myself, you know, mm-hmm. at the beginning. And she's like, "Yeah, I'll go." So we're gonna book everything. But I'm not. For those that don't know, I'm not as a DACA recipient. You can't just go out to Mexico. yeah, you yeah, no, yeah. no.
0: <laughs> if you go out to Mexico, you can't come back. Yeah, yeah? um, basically, I, yeah, basically, DACA grants uh recipients ability to work and ability to go to school. Yeah, in a lot of like, and with a lot of small details, lots of regulations, lots yeah. of limitations. But I think just enough for us to be able to feel like yeah. it makes me feel like i'm like at least a resident yeah so.
1: same um so
0: yeah um, but what fine. i'm
1: doing is advanced parole nice so it's different from daca
0: um
1: and so you'll have to have daca i think yeah or you. maybe not i don't know because i think of, you do yeah right yeah. yeah okay you have to have daca and then you practically ask the government hey I'm going to Mexico and I can't
0: just be like oh wait oh. no 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 sorry correction no it's not just just DACA it's uh, anybody with a well like it, yeah yeah the technicalities, the technicalities of it, yeah. Are, are different but one of yeah. the people that can do it that are eligible are DACA recipients, recipients which people would, like this mm-hmm. um and
1: so you apply so I um applied through this program that's uh, like study abroad program technically not through the university but kind of um but so i applied through the program and um i can i asked for 90 days i actually just sent it last week so i'm like waiting for yeah for me to be approved but um, i'm gonna go for two months and out of those two months the study abroad program requires me to do an infographic report about my family so i'm Mm -hmm. gonna go to to mexico and like kind of just research my family the one that i left behind yeah and then i'm gonna write a paper and like a report um and present
0: it that's so cool yeah so um, that's a really good opportunity it is. i that I'm, you can do that
1: i'm so happy that i'm doing that because you are i mean i've always dreamt of going back like right. i've always said i want yeah to go back. i don't
0: know if i've I don't know if I've always dreamt of going back in a sense, but I think I've always just felt a longing for wanting to know like the place where I, yeah. where I was, where I'm from, you know? Yeah. And I think that is just like one of, we don't talk about that enough. It's so heartbreaking for DACA recipients when we're like, we don't, we really truly don't know like the place where we were born. And even though like I know Long Beach, which I've been here my whole mm-hmm. life, but I don't know like, where my parents met and where all of my family is because all of my family were all from Tijuana and it's like oh it's just so close again like mine is super close um but yeah it's just heartbreaking not to be able to go there and recently what recently made me upset as a DACA recipient Mm -hmm. was that spring break was just like about a month ago didn't you all these people were going to Mexico just for fun and like not even like you're not not even Latinos but everybody was just going to like specifically like Baja California yeah. can- Cancun and um, Sanada like they were going to all these places where it just for fun and it was yeah. like oh people who people like me yeah. that like that's the, that's our home and we've never even seen it like it kind of felt bad yeah. but and you a lot know of all
1: people can understand that you know. know because they it's easy for a lot of our um, you know friends that were born here but that have Mexican parents to be like, oh yeah, I'll go visit, you know, mm-hmm. I'll go to Mexico. And, but they weren't born in Mexico. Yeah, but so they're they not from Mexico. Well, yeah. I don't say that, yeah. but like, they're you're born not born there. You weren't born yeah. there. Yeah. And it's
0: just not the same thing, yeah. you know?
1: Like, I have this deep desire in me to go and see where my parents, the little house, I think they still have the little house where my parents first started as a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, they, my grandma, and well my grandparents from both sides still live right next to each other and so I wanna go see that. I, mm-hmm. I love history and I love hearing about people's history and throwing it back to back to what I said, like I love people's stories. Yeah. And so like there's this yearning in me to be like to, to actually do that, to go to Mexico and and see where I'm from. Like who am I? You yeah, know? like where was I born at? Mm-hmm. Um where do I come from? What well, what was the land that saw me be born? You know, like mm-hmm. who Who am I really? And I feel like going to Mexico will open up my eyes to who am I? Who are my parents? Mm -hmm. Who are my grandparents? Who are my great-grandparents? You know, like, I see my grandparents from one side every three to four years because they come over here Mm -hmm. on a visa. But I don't really know them.
0: Yeah, I have the exact same experience, yeah. yeah? Because, like, having grandparents, like, we're the only ones that are really, like, again, born over there, Mm -hmm. came over here. But, like, just knowing that, like, seeing... And I don't feel bad. I'm not trying to say that, like, I feel, like, resentful towards, like, my cousins Mm -hmm. for being able to have relationships with my grandparents. But, like, it does feel like watching it from a distance kind of sucks, especially now that I'm an adult and I'm like, oh, everybody around me is talking about their grandparents. My parents talk about their grandparents. Mm They're such, like fondness and like love uh-huh. and like like we don't get that because like we're so far away from everybody yeah. we don't know exactly like most of our family yeah. and I think it's just now like catching up to me now that I'm older now that I can understand that yeah. like my family dynamic is so different from like everybody else's even like yeah. Latinos especially Latinos that were actually born here yeah but yeah no I mean on that note how do you feel like the dynamic is between in the Latino community between documented and undocumented people People.
1: honestly i haven't found it to be all that different i don't go and meet people and introduce myself yeah as being a doctor <laughs> recipient I'm like hi i'm doctor recipient i yeah. don't do that but all of my friends literally i mean not all of them but <laughs> most of them are not doctor recipients yeah i only have two friends that are doctor recipients so i'm able to kind of um share more stories with them and more f- like um shared and common feelings yeah with both of them but with everyone else i kind of like i don't bring it up too much like like yeah. they don't have to know everything that i struggle with you know as a DACA recipient mm-hmm. and not that i struggle a lot but it's like i can't get fafsa you know yeah. they don't understand that um i can't cuz i don't know if it's the same for everyone yeah. but for me as a DACA recipient i can't get fafsa here i have to get in state um like tuition it's a tuition what is it's, for
0: it? dream, it's, it's dream act yeah. as well yeah. but like it's like a different version of fab so yeah. that's not exactly the same thing
1: and my friends that are born yeah. here they're like oh did you get your fab started? And i'm like oh no <laughs> <Not>
0: really." <laughs> yeah seriously <laughs> um no yeah for sure i don't know i agree with with the fact that like i nobody ever expects me to like if i if it then it doesn't come up as often yeah. like i really don't say it unless it's it's kind of like I never said it before college, but now that I'm in college, I only ever say it like when it's like something where I absolutely need to. Yeah. And when I do, everyone is always shocked because, right? It's a very similar experience every single time. Yeah. And there's so much there's so there's a lot of i've heard a lot of xen- xenophobic comments from the latino community that like they don't that. understand as xenophobic yeah. like they tell me all the time like you don't look like an immigrant all and it's like that's yeah. xenophobic yeah. because like it's the implication that there is a certain way an immigrant should look like
1: exactly is really racist i've been i've been told oh my god you're mexican you don't look mexican yeah. you're so like light-skinned and i'm like um, there's a lot of Mexicans that are yeah. like skinned you know? Like, oh my god, you're an immigrant? So what do you have to do as an immigrant? And it's like... Yeah, um,
0: there's tone death. Yeah. And I'm telling... It, it'd be your own people, too. Yeah. Like, I swear to god. Like, I've gotten more xenophobic and, like, racist and colorist That's comments... True, actually. ...from Latinos yeah. than uh, not to say... Like, not to hate on the Latino community, yeah. but I think everybody does need yeah. to be checked. Like, it's, it's very real.
1: Yeah. Actually, I feel like it is true, and I understand where you're coming from, but at least for me and my friends like there's never been a point where they're like being um you know like rude to me Mm -hmm. in a way or like said weird comments it's mostly from people that don't know me yeah you know it's mostly from people that are like and i'm actually very open about my journey i'm like when i was younger for a long time i thought like my parents said don't say that you weren't born here Mm -hmm. speak english don't speak spanish and it's like after a while i was like no Mm-hmm. I'm going to speak Spanish and I'm going to learn how to speak Spanish really well, you know? And I'm going to tell everyone that I'm DACA. Like, what do I have to lose? Yeah. Am I going to be deported by them or no, not, you know? And so I'm going to, I always tell people, like, if it opens up i'm proud of being an immigrant you know Mm -hmm. that's where my roots are from that's where i come from i come from mexico and it's a great country you know yeah it has this downfalls but i i think now that i'm thinking about going to mexico i'm like researching and i'm like wow it's a beautiful culture you know and i wish i have um i actually had two roommates that they're from mexico from the same town and i wanted to be their roommate because they're from the same town where i'm from like a city over yeah but the same area and um and they speak perfect spanish and like i had never i don't know if you like this or if anyone else likes, likes this but i listen to spanish accents yeah and i'm like ah, oh, i wish i had that spanish accent yeah. because i just i don't think i have a real pronounced like accent mm-hmm. like I don't it's kind of like mixed what you learn here you know yeah. um, and so when I heard them talk my previous roommates I was like oh my god I
0: love it so <laughs> I always try to
1: talk to them in Spanish because you know you're connecting more to that side of you that you've denied for such a long time yeah um so yeah now that I'm older I'm like I don't care I am Latina I am Spanish uh speaking you know like I I come from Mexico and I'm an immigrant and you know, I, I'm American as well, Yeah. you know, and for a long time I didn't want to say I was American, I was like, no, but I'm not American, but I am American, you know, like everything I know, all, all the traditions that I practice, um, are from here, from the United States, you know, Mm -hmm. um, and so, um, I don't know what term people use to refer to themselves as American or not, but I, I feel like I am, you know, Mm -hmm. and, um, that's how that's just how i i feel now that i'm older being proud
0: i love that that's so great um so on that note i kind of just wanted to ask you about like where you're heading now since you're graduating like where are you seeing your future um i'm gonna get a little personal okay
1: when i was growing up since i'm the oldest one and my mom's a single mom um i was the only one to take care of my brothers Mm -hmm. um I, and I know a lot of people that are the oldest ones might understand me. Like, I've had to take care of my three brothers from my mom's side since I was 10 years old, you know? And i that's all I know. So part of me leaving for three years was that, like, who am I outside of... Like, I'm not a mom, obviously. <laughs> but who am I outside of being Jenny? My name is Jennifer, but Jenny, that's what everyone calls me. And, like, outside of being the oldest one like everyone tells me mija you're gonna get like you're gonna be such a great mom and like I've always heard that you know like so I was like who am I outside of being my brother's sister yeah. and my mother's daughter and my father's daughter and a DACA recipient like and a college student who am I and I think at some point you have to realize who are you outside of that and I'm starting to realize slowly but surely like who am I like um, and I part of me coming back to school was like Since I was a little girl, I told myself I would graduate college. Um, And I graduated community college, but I knew I wanted to get my bachelor's degree, you Mm -hmm. know? And so coming back now, I figured out a lot of who I am. But when I started school initially, I was like, okay, I'm going to be a journalist. And I'm going to be a reporter. I want to be an anchor. Like, I want to be Oprah. Like, I want to do all (laughs) these things, you know? And... During those three years, I was like, do I really want to do that? So I came back knowing my first goal is to graduate
0: Mm -hmm. uh,
1: with my bachelor's degree. And I don't want to say that everyone has to do this, but this this was my goal, you know, to graduate uh, with a bachelor's degree. And it's one of the best decisions to just finish up and do that. But now I'm like, I took all those three years and I'm like, do I even want to be a journalist, you know? Mm -hmm. There was a point where I just doubted myself and like what I wanted to do. And now I've given myself the ability to be like I'm going to be a journalist. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And if it does work out, it works out. And mm-hmm. that's fine too. So I'm I want to like intern at a newsroom or do something in a newsroom for now. Mm-hmm. Um but if I were to go back to school, I think I would do like kind of put everything together that I love, writing yeah. and talking and I would go to school for, like, film film school. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm still thinking about all those things. So yeah, right now I'm kind of sure. like, eh, what am I going to do, you know? But that's fine. Before people, I remember I had friends when I was a little bit younger. Um, and they were like, you really know what you want to do, huh? And I was like, yeah, I want to be a journalist. And now I'm okay with being like, no, I don't know all the way what I want to do, you know? So um, do I want to be in the journalism field? Yes, I do. Uh, but I, I'm also very creative and i have a lot of dreams yeah <laughs> so I think for that, sure i think that i have to be focused on one thing but for now i'm gonna focus on that for now yeah. <laughs> i'm always thinking about the future so i'm always thinking like well maybe in three years i can do this and maybe in mm-hmm. two years i can do that and maybe i can do this and um but right now that long answer sorry to no, say okay. that i want to yeah i'm gonna do something with journalism whether it be producing or in front of the camera, um, I'm going to do something like that.
0: Yeah. That's so cool. Um, so, I mean, that's all the questions I have. Yeah. Do you have anything else?
1: Um, asking? No, actually. I think that it's important. Actually, yes, I do. Okay. I always say no, and then I want to yeah. say something. <laughs> I think it's just important for everyone that's hearing this that might not be DACA or that, you know, might be DACA to know just to be yourself, you know? Because mm-hmm. a lot of us that are DACA, I don't know if this is everyone's experience, but like you, like we said at the beginning, you kind of can't be yourself at the beginning of your life. And then as you get older, you have to realize who you really are. And so I think just if any, if you get anything out of what I said, it's just be yourself, you know? Like mm-hmm. don't ever try to be anyone else or don't ever try to do what other people expect you to do, but do what your heart tells you to do, you know? And because because at the end of the day, it's your life, not anyone else's. So... Yeah, I think that's that's
0: it. I love that. Well, thank you so much for talking with me today. It was so nice sitting down and talking to you.
1: Thank you. Thank <laughs> you so much for inviting me and for letting me be here and for sharing my story.